All right, all right. What's up, everybody? Haley here, finally, after, what, like two months uh, or three, maybe, with another episode. What is up, everybody? Man, you know, actually, um, I've been wanting to record, and ironically, I have recorded. It's just um, I didn't think the episodes were quality content, <laughs> um, and I just... Um, I also had a lot of things like just change my life and I had to pull back my energy in a lot of various ways. And unfortunately, this was one of them. Um, but I'm back into it because I also decided to take a little break um, since I felt like I wasn't really aligned with my heart's best interest or my mind's best interest. And I didn't want to just put content out there just to, you know, meet the requirement of uploading an episode because that's not what I want for this podcast. Um, this podcast is something that I thought about creating because I want to help people in their healing journey and um, just talking about the things that people on a daily basis don't talk about, right? Um, I tell people all the time, like, I will go into, like, a deep conversation about everything and anything, <laughs> Um, and so being surface level isn't something that is a part of my being. And I don't want to do that with these episodes because, hello, it's in the description. Like we're going to talk about early 20s stuff and how to navigate your emotions while also facing all the pressures of society and the expectations of all that stuff. Right. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I just want to say thank you for being patient. Um, but in some senses too, I began to doubt myself and I'll be very real with y'all. <laughs> At one point I was like, yeah, I don't think this podcast thing is going to work out. Um, but then I would get really sad because I was just like, damn, I was really enjoying doing the episodes. It's just so many things in my life like became so unbalanced um, that I lost a little grip on myself. And so I had to just stop and pause and feel all the change that was happening and embrace it because um, it was hella scary and still intimidating to this day. But that's what I want to talk about in this episode is the ability to trust in oneself and how to navigate change, right? So it can vary, obviously, like everything is circumstantial, Um but I want you to remember that with change is necessary, right? Change brings the new opportunities for you to sit in this discomfort um, and allows you to understand why you're in that discomfort, why you're in that anger and that sadness, um, why things are not going the way you plan them to, because it's necessary to grow outside of that, right? And so... For example, like within these past like two months and a half, um, I've done a lot of 360 things in my life, which in some cases I thought I would have never done, right? Like I thought, well, I can't do that or um, or it's never going to happen to me kind of thing. And unfortunately it has and it did. And I'm here <laughs> and I'm still alive. <laughs> um, it's a little dark humor. Yeah. <laughs> my dark humor radar has been popping off the charts this week. <laughs> but um, I just want you all to know, you know, before I really get deep into this conversation, that change is hella scary. Nobody likes it. Humans are habitual, and I've said this before. So change is literally 
the equalizer of the unknown. You don't know what's going to come out of that. You're going into this dark cloud or into this dark realm and you just don't even know where the exit is at, right? Like you're going into this maze and not knowing what to expect or what to think and what to feel because it's just all weird. And the thing is, that's the best part about change is putting yourself into those moments or allowing, you know, whatever higher power you believe in, the universe, creation, God, um, but allowing that to give you the trust enough to continue. So a lot of the times with trauma, um, it's triggering um, to trust yourself because in the situations that you have been in, um, you could even have your own back. And that mistrust with yourself uh, makes change so much more intense and difficult. So when shit hits the fan, you feel like everything is crumbling and tumbling because you don't even have the trust within your own heart to believe that everything will be okay. And it's okay though, right? Because we are never given the tools and skills to understand what to do before she hits the fan, how to cope during when she is hitting the fan, and then the aftermath, right? Because the aftermath, I believe, is the hardest. Be because you're adapting to this new environment that is uncharted, right? You're you're adapting to new ideas of yourself, new expectations. Um, you're unpacking why you were triggered in that certain trauma event, or you're holding the emotions of sadness because you feel it in your heart and you feel it so deep inside of you that the aftermath is adapting to the void that has changed and confronting the things that you need to see and work on for yourself right but the thing is when we don't have trust in that equation all of those pieces and those factors become so much more heavier and that's why it's like the in-between and the after people tend to dissociate or they say like I'm just going to take it day by day which is a good strategy to a certain extent right but unfortunately that is the most essential part of the change that you need to reconnect with yourself because then you're allowing yourself to really truly be in those vulnerable emotions for you to genuinely understand your experience outside of you but also within you because change the body feels it the mind feels it the soul feels it and people around you feel it. So when things change in your life, it changes in other people's lives too. It's a ripple effect. And when you recognize that change does not always have to be this scary, very intimidating, enticing type of experience and switch that narrative and perspective and see it through the lens of, okay, you know, um, this needs to change in my life for a reason. And believing and trusting in yourself that that's what is happening and that's where your path is going. And learning how to listen to you and to what you believe in. And if you don't believe into a higher power, but just that's okay. Like if you don't believe in that higher power, trusting yourself to believe that you are doing what is best for you is a whole nother, nother level of connection that you could have with yourself. 
And so I bring this to say because I mentioned a little bit earlier that at one point I was feeling really insecure about my podcast. And unfortunately, I did let other people's opinions and thought um, really you know, infiltrate and like cloud my judgment with what I was doing with my episodes. What the last thing I want to do is like overshare and trauma share. But unfortunately, when it comes to healing, um, you do have to share those experiences, whether people can handle it or not. And I got insecure because I'm a person that can go deep into people's emotions, right? Like I can hold space for that for folks. And the reason being is because I've experienced so much that I know what it feels like to be right there in that moment. And that's what I want to embody with these episodes is for you to listen, right? To listen to my voice and to know that on the opposite end of this, there's an actual human being with a physical body that is being truthful to you in this sense, that is being realistic about the toughness about navigating your emotions and healing trauma and starting over, right? And allowing change to happen in your life and talking about what trust is within yourself. And I mistrusted myself and I listened to others because I got scared. I I got terrified because I was like, well, I don't want people to think that I'm just going on episodes and just venting about trauma and like they label, label me as that, right? But it had to take me a couple of you know, going through those uh, pieces of myself to understand that no matter what, I believe that my voice can reach out to people and it will help one way or another. Every day you learn something new. And if it's learning something like a little tiny itty bitty little part from this episode that can improve your life so much more, that is what makes me happy because I know that it will make you happy. And That's the hard part about stepping outside of normalcy and what people expect of you because they'll always judge you for what you do and how you do it. And that trust within yourself is even more essential when you are changing things in your life, when you are trying to view a different pathway of how you want to live or what type of environments you want to create for yourself, new realities you want to see in. And and like we live in a society where if you try something new, you have like a split audience of like one, one way is going to be like, yes, you got this, you know, like that cheerleading effect. And then the other one is going to be super critical about how you're doing things or when you're doing things. And so you get lost in this realm of like expectation of how you should follow your passions and where you should fuel yourself. And then you get lost in that and you get lost and caught up in all of that essentially mischief because those are not your actual thoughts. They're coming from other people and they're just influencing what you're feeling and what you're thinking. And when you see that, right, like when you genuinely think about the steps of not being able to trust yourself or being so terrified of change that you self-sabotage the change that needs to happen, and then making it 10 times more worse for yourself. That's the thing about humans is that we can't, like, yes, we can, but because of our environments, right? We're not given the opportunity to grow in that sense. And in some sense, in some aspects, like we're expected to 
embrace change and just let it, you know, like let it, let yourself adapt and let go and just letting go is, it's not that easy. It's not that easy when you have mistrust with yourself. And, you know, it's like the, the idea of like, um, false positivity, right. Or like the whole like good vibes type thing of, yeah, like you can be a naturally positive, genuine person, but that doesn't mean it excludes you from all of the other emotions that people experience. And that's the thing that becomes harder when change arises is people tend to suppress their emotions even more because it's like bringing, boiling all of the emotions and unhappiness and negative thoughts. And it's just like surfacing. And when you feel that in your body, you're like, your animal instincts kicked in, right? And it's like, I want to stop this. And the way you do it is by suppressing those emotions and essentially giving yourself like, <laughs> like a delayed pill of, you know, well, eventually it's going to all hit the fan. And so when you tell yourself like, no, I don't want to face this. No, I don't want to talk about this or I can't reach out for help or um, I don't know who to trust or like, I don't know how to communicate my emotions. All those pieces are adding into the factors of how resistant you are being to change and not knowing how to trust yourself. So when all of that is in a jumbled bag of mess, of course you're going to feel like the end of the world is happening. Of course you're going to get into depressive episodes. Your anxiety will increase, right? But one of the things that you could do is allow yourself to feel. Feeling is hard. No one wants to embrace anger or sadness or all of those low vibrational emotions. But unfortunately, and fortunately, we're meant to experience them. We're humans. <laughs> we have a heart and mind for a reason. And every once in a while, you should allow yourself to feel. Even though it's scary, even though it's hard, you can just prep yourself and slowly practice different strategies for you to really be in touch with yourself. And don't get me wrong, it's hard. I've been there. I've done that. I'm not saying I'm over here. Like I've suppressed my emotions a lot these past two months, but eventually they come out, right? Whether it comes out through tears or through communicating to people. And a lot of my communication comes through music. And you just have to find those outlets, those forms of really embracing change, but also trusting that you're going to be okay because you have yourself at the end of the day. And when we look deeper into this, um, we can see the battle between your inner child and your adult self, right? Because your inner child is the one that is facing like those core emotions of who you are. Because um, like I've said before, like children don't know how to conceptualize emotions. And so essentially the way um, emotions do embody in uh, children is the way we should be viewing our emotions as adults, right? Because yeah, we may have, you know, a more developed brain um, and we can use it to make decision thinking and stuff like that. But with our hearts, um, those emotions stay the same, 
right? And if you don't know how to conceptualize or understand understand the abstractness of emotions, it gets harder as an adult. It doesn't make it easier just because we um, eventually start to age and grow up. And that word is problematic. But anyways, um, so you have to learn how to sit with yourself and know how to mediate and moderate those emotions within you because you still have an inner child within you. You still have the little kid inside of you that has unmet needs from your childhood. And if you think you don't have unmet needs, I'd like to challenge that because everyone does at one point, right? At one point, our parents, um, you know, they were doing the best that they could, but at one point they didn't realize the essential pieces of development as kids. And the smallest thing to you is everything to your inner child, right? Like you might say, oh, well, you know, when we were just kids, like someone hurt me and that's it, blah, 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 moving on from there. And that's the thing about inner healing in your, like healing your inner child is that you still need to navigate through those emotions to understand why your little kid's self is so sad and so angry and upset. And when change happens and you add that into the equation, of course, you're going to feel more enraged, more sad, because then your inner child is feeling as if you're not doing anything to protect them, as if they're again in this survival mode and they take over. That's why a lot of the times when, you know, people are like, oh, you're too emotional and all this stuff. And, and I hate that because humans should be overly emotional and should learn how to regulate emotions within our own body when they arise. So if you feel angry and if you feel sad, freaking sit in that. Be angry. Be sad. If you got to set a timer to be angry and sad, do it. Because I promise you, you'll feel 10 times better. If you tell yourself that you are a person who is always sad and who is always angry or who always has like issues and that there's something wrong with you and that you're just broken, no, that's not you. Those are not your voices. Those are not your opinions. Those are everyone else's fucking bullshit and insecurities being projected onto you. And that's this thing that makes me so sad because I have also felt it of being told that I'm not good enough or that I'll never amount to anything. And it breaks and tears my heart apart so much when I know that other people experience that. And that's why I always say like, you are enough and you matter because you freaking do. In spite of what other people's opinions there are, you do matter and your existence matters because someone loves you and because you have the capability and ability to just love deeply. But we're so socialized to believe that we can't, that once you get hurt, you're done. <laughs> you're done, like the little TikTok. <laughs> um, but once like you allow yourself to be vulnerable and someone hurts you, that's the end of it, right? And for a while, I lost myself and I knew I was losing myself because I became very unhappy. And unfortunately, this is kind of hard still for me to talk about, but um, I keep saying unfortunately, I need to stop with that word. <laughs> um, but I had to realize that 
me and my emotions um, tend to be more intense because I feel very deeply, right? Um, And the thing is like when I go through my purging of emotions, um, I don't know how to be vulnerable and tell people, hey, like I just need this space created because for a very long time, um, I didn't have that or I didn't know how to let people in in my life like that. And so with these like few months of recent changed, um, I've allowed to see myself how much I've grown, right? Like I had a therapy session and I sat there and I was like, hey, like I am establishing boundaries. Like I'm respecting myself. I'm creating a new reality for myself. And it felt so nice to know that I could provide that self-compassion. And compassion is everything. I love compassion. Who doesn't love love? Yes, I'm that type of person who says that. (laughs) But the thing is, it's like in all of that heaviness, in that pain, in that sadness that you're feeling, you could still give your inner child a hug and let them know and say that you are sorry for not being able to change those events, that you didn't know how to be there for them. And that you can hug yourself and tell you that you do matter and that you are enough and that you are sorry for ever hurting yourself, for ever putting yourself in positions that hurt you. And not justifying other people's actions either, but just listening to yourself and sitting there with yourself to really embody that pain. Because if not, you're always going to hold on to it. And I want you to know that it's not worth it. It's not worth being so sad over how bad you're you're hurting, right? Because I've sat in my emotions. I've wallowed. I have felt like I embodied sadness as a characteristic of my personality for such a long time. But you don't have to do that. Because when you start to find yourself and reconnect with your heart, you can give enough love to you for you to feel okay. You have the capability within your own self to provide that for you. And it just takes switching the narrative to you. When we meet people, we start to already conceptualize them in our brains and start to have expectations. And when they do something that we don't like, of course, we're going to be hurt and angry. And then you reconfirm all your biases and you're just like, "Eh, everyone's a fucking saying like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But we do that with ourselves too. When you want to create new habits, you have that little voice in you that says, well, you can't do it or you should just stop. Wow. Look at you. That self-critic, that hate is just reciprocated back to you. And then you stay more stuck in those emotions. And I'm not saying it's like you hug yourself one night and then you're just Gucci and (laughs) you're never going to feel anything ever again. No, it's a practice. It's called self-love, self-healing, being so kind and compassionate to yourself, telling yourself that you love you because you can and you don't need 
external validation from others to make you happy and to provide everything for you because to be very realistic with y'all if you're under like the mindset of like only one person can provide all of my happiness and everything to me I'm sorry to break it to you but that's a little unhealthy (laughs) Um, because that's unfair you're putting so much expectations onto one singular person that you're essentially just dumping everything onto them and having them deal with it but when you connect with yourself and understand the pieces of who you are and what you do it becomes easier in a partnership or a friendship to communicate and reciprocate the energy instead of it only being one-sided and only expecting things from the other person because it's draining to be on either sides of those situations so I want you all to just remember that it changes hard but it's not impossible and it's necessary for you to grow. So if something doesn't go your way or if you know you had something planned and it doesn't happen, just trust in the fact that it didn't happen for a reason. And whether you believe in something or not, I just want you to remember that you can still love yourself and trust yourself so deeply that you don't have to let other people tell you how to live your life and when to live it. We only have one opportunity to be here. And you have to learn how to make the most of it. And by doing so is learning love and self-compassion. Learning how to understand your emotions. And if you don't understand them, just hold space for them. Emotions are temporary. They're literally like ocean waves. They come and go. But if you try to like... If, I don't know if you ever have gone to the beach or not, but if you've like tried to just, you know, keep the water contained, eventually it's going to be drawn back, you know, like there will be more water in the ocean and then it'll just cover up what you're trying to hold, right? And that's the thing is that we try to hold on so much of our past and who we used to be that we get lost in that. We get lost in that change. And we're just holding on to the old habits and old patterns and things that used to work for us because they worked in that moment that is just holding you back from aligning to your best self, to becoming the better version of you. Why do you think it's so hard for people to change? Because they don't want to let go of everything that they're comfortable with. And in that uncomfort, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, difference, change, ability, growth, self-improvement, comes from that and you owe it to yourself to provide that for you because you're here and you're doing the work and you're trying and you're really going through it but I want to remind you that you're not alone in that at all and I know how it feels like to feel so lonely even in a room full of people because they can't see the emotions that you're going through Or feel them because you've learned to master how to cover them up so much. But you don't always have to be stuck in that. You're allowed to feel, to be overly emotional, to be underly emotional, but have people to hold space for you. You're allowed to sing and dance and yell and cry. You're allowed to be a freaking human. And if anyone tells you otherwise, you can just give them a big F you. You can exit my life. I don't need that negativity. Thank you very much. It's making choices for yourself and trusting that you can make the right choices. And if you make a mistake along the way, that is totally okay. Because then you can learn from that. 
and grow from that and use that to help other people because it helped you understand where you were going and how a little hiccup can redirect you back to your path. So trust in yourself. I challenge you to try and trust in yourself, to know yourself so well enough that when change and when things should hit the fan, you fall back on yourself and know that all of that pain and your emotions is going to be okay. That at the end of it, you're going to be okay. So trust in you. Trust in change. Trust in growth. And I'm proud of you for doing the work, for listening. And I appreciate all of you. Please, please, please share any episodes. Um, you never know who or how you could save someone's life. Um, by, you know, reciprocating a little positivity and a platform where people can be heard and feel seen and validated. So thank you so much for tuning in, for listening. Um, I will make sure to be posting more content because now I'm feeling more like myself and I'm feeling back to me, which is good because <laughs> then I can give y'all content. <laughs> but I'm sending so much love and light to every single one of you. Remember that you matter, you are enough, and you deserve this existence. So do the best you can and be gentle with yourself. Bye.